Well, welcome into the League Podcast. This is your host, Commissioner, and new winner. I'm a winner. I'm finally a winner, boys. And uh, we're here being joined, as always, with the Jeremy Norton. How you doing, good sir? Fantastic. Way to about you. And a little bit. I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. You guys never. I didn't ask how you're doing. Sid. Way to make it all about you. Oh, that is. I think that's fair. 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 And a guest appearance tonight, the one and only, Mr. Two Chime Champ himself. Is joining the old podcast, bringing his thoughts, his expertise, so to say. He's called out you a few times, Jeremy, as being you. He's calling your analyst card. So he decided, let's join the pod. He's got much to say. He's even fought with Cody a little bit. So we'll bring him on the pod. Zach. Kind of come out Mr. Expert. <laughs> I, I just feel like this podcast needed to stop hearing from people that get second and third places. They need to hear from the top. Well done, good sir. Good opener. I can't argue with that, but uh, all-time winning percentage goes to me, so uh, woohoo! <laughs> you, you hold that title. And those Final Fours. Okay. I'm proud of you, dude. Thank you. If only those mattered. If only they mattered. That's to me. That's to me. But a win is a win. Just like we experienced last night with the old Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. A win is a win, no matter how bad it looks gentlemen how are we feeling about the pittsburgh steelers initially coming into this two weeks in fireman uh, i don't think i've chance. ever been less happy after the steelers whenever that one i mean that was just pathetic yeah i mean yeah that feels like a- coming into the season i was all on the picket train there are preseason frauds picket sucks i'm so depressed the offense blows it's like watching paint dry two defensive touchdowns give me a break Anybody can beat the Browns. I mean, for God's sakes, Duck Hall just can beat the Browns. So, yeah, I I, I agree. It's a it's a game nobody deserved to win. You, the instinct and the reaction of everybody so far seems to be blame Matt Canada, but uh, yeah, Matt can, Canada can only do so much when Pickett's playing like he's playing, and it's uh, it's right. All right, I got a good one for you guys. Did you see who PFF had as the highest graded player from that game? Wasn't it Miles Garrett? No. It was Miles Garrett. He had one tackle and one quarterback hit. And somehow Alex Highsmith had an interception for a touchdown, a forced fumble that went for a touchdown. And TJ Watt, somehow Miles Garrett got a better PFF score than this. That's ridiculous. That game was a bloodbath. I don't think I've – I don't know – if that happens often, I feel like for some reason a lot, there's been a few games that the Steelers have played that have felt like just bad where like there's injuries all over the place more, maybe with the Bengals games where you just kind of like, you feel weird. Mm. You're like, this doesn't even, it almost feels like it's the win is lessened. Cause it's just, it's, there's just injuries ever. I don't know. I, I felt that way last night where I'm like, I, mean, yeah, I, I, was, I could be biased, but AFC North football is just an absolute, battle i mean it just feels different than other division games maybe i'm biased but it just feels different it's just so physical it's also worse football (laughs) in recent years it's been bad football there's been some terrible Bengals steelers games it just feels 
where once was like height. I mean, they're heated rivalries. They always are, but the Ravens. Another interesting stat is uh, last year, no team that played the 49ers won their fault the next week. Teams who played the 49ers last year, the next you week find lost that every stat. game. So the Steelers were the first team in a while to play the 49ers and then win the next week, which shows you how physical the 49ers are. Wow. Analyst. Eh, analyst, yeah. Yeah. I mean, wow, Jeremy. Are you coming with stats? And I mean, this is – I mean, I didn't – I mean, that's just sports radio. I just heard it on the radio. Jeremy Florio. Like, Jeremy Florio. I'm not taking credit for that. But... Must have been an easy day at the old office. He was listening to a lot of uh, – a lot of sports talk radio. Well, the Steelers suck. Um, I don't want to take too much time into that because I do think there's a. It's just it's just clear. It's both Canada. It's Pickett. They both stink. We're gonna find out a lot in the next two weeks if they suck against the who do we play the Texans and the Raiders. Raiders. Who's the Raiders? Game? Texans. Baltimore. Bye. Okay, so those two games, like if Pickett, if the offense doesn't move, you'd have to imagine something changes, right? Or do, I mean, I don't know. The Steelers just, they're one of those teams that kind of stick with it. I, I don't i don't know if we'd ever fire Matt Canada midseason, but it just does not well, seem. Well, Tom already said in this press conference today that he's not going to, he said, we're not going to have any significant changes. He goes, two weeks is the pattern, but meanwhile, it's been three years. Yeah, he's the biggest talker of all time, and he gets a huge pass, I think, because he talks so well. The media loves him. All right, gentlemen, we got lots to talk about way more than the Pittsburgh Steelers. We're going to get to some injury news from that game. We're going to get to a lot. So let's just uh, dive right in. Speaking about injuries, quickly go through these. In case you don't know, maybe there's some listeners out there that aren't watching all the games. Barkley, from what I understand right now, not a high ankle sprain, just a regular ankle sprain. Looked terrible. My butthole did squeeze up a little bit. I hate that tackle when guys fly in there like that and they're just flinging their body. It drives me nuts. Bias drives me nuts. I hate that. It's so many ankles. It's, it's BS. Montgomery's got a quad. I did not see that happen. I just know he's got a quad because I was happy about it because um, of Gibbs. Chubby's knee decided to take a perpendicular move, so that's not great. <clears throat> I'd love to hear. I think it could be career under Eckler. No timetable for his return, which is important for our game of the week. And then Burrow's got that weird calf, which could play into some of the Bengals um, pass catchers, uh, especially for this week. So out of those five, some big name injuries, obviously Chubb is probably the most significant, but anything you would add to that boys of the implications of some of those injuries. Yeah, I think uh, I think the Joe Burrow one's interesting because there's a lot of players that get downgraded if he is out, and I know their name. Their backup's name is Jake. Is it Browning or something like that? He, I mean, the fact that I don't even know it is kind of terrifying. So you know, Jamar, T. Higgins, Mixon, they're all you know getting significant cuts if he misses any sort of time. So I think that has a lot of implications for a lot of teams. Jake Browning is the yeah. name. Browning. And Will Greer's on the practice find, squad. Where'd they find this guy? I I don't know. Jeremy, any thoughts for you on those injuries? Yeah, 
I think Joe Burrow is a huge one, like Zach was saying. I think they're going to sideline him for a couple of weeks. But um, there's already a lot of running backs going down early. So um, them boys in those contracts ain't looking too good. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get to the chubby here in a little bit when we talk about Dynasty News, but obviously that seems to be the most significant, like I said earlier. So injuries are always the name of the game. Dynasty is a war of attrition. That's why you have backup squads. That's why uh, rosters are so deep. So it helps. It's like, hey, you got to move players around. You got to always figure that out. So it's interesting when it comes to a Dynasty perspective. Week two NFL season. Big time injuries on uh, Monday Night Football and back-to-back weeks. Rogers, Chubb, who plays Monday Night this week? Actually, I saw, the I new saw curse. Monday Night Football curse. Four, four weeks running because Kyler tore his ACL in the last Monday Night game. Oh, and then some, it's four weeks in a row that a significant injuries happened. I can't remember what the second one was. But, yeah, then we have these two this year. It's a new man curse. I am trying to pull up the stats. I have the spreads in the last game is the Bengals-Rams but they don't actually say what time it is, and ESPN is taking forever to load, so I think it's that. Yeah, Bengals, Rams, and uh, Eagles, Buccaneers is Monday night next week. Are they? Do they have another doubleheader? Yeah, it's the last time. Is that all year? All right, quick question. How did that – excuse me. During last night's game when they did the split-screen crap, did anyone else, like, want to put their fist through the TV – it was like two minutes yes. long. I'm like, I don't want to watch two terrible games at the same time. Are they trying to be red zone or something? Like, it's ridiculous. And the thing about it is, even if it's terrible games, I would watch two games back to back, a seven and a 10 or a six and a nine. Like I will sit there for, for six hours and watch. Just don't put them at the same time. It makes no sense. Yeah. It's so dumb. Okay. That's neither here nor there. Week two NFL football season. QBs not playing well. Do you think that's a trend? Do you think that continues throughout the season? Or do you feel like that's just growing pains getting the offenses running? I, I personally don't, think it's a result. Don't jump in too too quick, gentlemen. I mean, this is a podcast audio show, so you know, yeah, I, I want you to take your time and really, really focus in on what you're about to say. I think Zach? it's a result of more and more teams not playing stars during the preseason and more and more teams not wanting to throw their quarterback out there during the preseason. So it takes them, you know, two games as if it would anybody to kind of get up to speed. I think we see it turn around. You know, we saw the overs uh, hit at a huge rate this weekend when, you know, week one was a bit more of the under. And so I, I think the quarterback play is going to turn around as we kind of get going. Little betting analyst we got going over here with the over unders. I, I like it. Like eleven and three this week or something like that. Ooh. Okay. Wow. Wow. Looking forward to that. Yeah. yeah. I just think. Uh, I think it's just there's a lot of quarterbacks who just aren't any good in this league. Who you know, I think there's a lot of uh, overrated quarterbacks going on and some bad coaching going on. I mean, like. Justin Fields, why are they trying to make it? He had, what, three rushes this week? Why are they trying to make him a pocket passer? He's horrible. Let the guy run the ball. That's all he yeah. can do. So I think the coaching is a problem. I think some of these quarterbacks just suck. Mac Jones, he's got cinder blocks on his feet. <laughs> he sucks. 
Heck yeah, he sucks. Guys be playing flag football. Uh, yeah, you got Trey Lance. I mean, he's horrible. <laughs> That's the wow. second time you brought up quarterback class. He hasn't well, played in three years. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know why. Zach, I, I meant to say Zach Wilson. He's horrible. Uh, the Mill Hunter. Um, who else we got? Yeah, the past two draft, the past few draft classes have not turned out to produce anything of quality. Yeah, it's just, just bad. Literally, the best one is Brock Purdy. He was the last pick in the draft. I mean, at that point, you're just kind of swinging. I had, I'll tell you who I've been impressed with is uh, Anthony Richardson. I did not expect him to be this good. That dude looks like a legit baller. I mean, he looks like he's getting – if he can stay on the field, he's gone banged up each of his two games. But he, he looks like a can yeah. out there. I'm yeah, that's, really surprised about him. That's one injury thing I didn't know I think he was going to be good. Because he has a – I think he has a concussion. Um, he hit, hit his head hard. So he's one yeah. of those players, too, that's got to watch that as he – Plays. I didn't get a chance to, to watch much of the Colts game, um, so I, I missed that. But I'll have to check him out this week. Just kind of. They have had an easy schedule. I think they played the Titans week one. Yeah, I think so. Can you back that up? I think, I think they played the Texans week two. So that's, I mean, that's an easy. Or no, they played the Jaguars week one. I think. Yeah. Yes. Yes, you're right. You're right. Okay. But. Yeah, it could be a college issue. Um, Teams aren't developing. This year feels like that's going to change pretty pretty quickly. Yeah, the rookie sophomores and junior quarterbacks just not been too yeah. impressive. Co- COVID could have been that. Maybe COVID affects just the development of the quarterback. I don't know. Um, not being in the building or having those weird things as they develop. I don't know how much that would play, but I have to imagine it does something. What do you guys think about Herbert? Well, that's a that's a question we can. Uh, that's a team yeah, we can talk 35 about. Thirty five points a game, but he can't win. Okay, so what do you what, what do you really think about the Chargers? There's okay. Time out. Let's do this. There are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. And there's nine O and two teams. The two most surprising O and two teams are probably the Bengals and the Chargers. The Broncos, we knew where they were gonna suck. We're not even gonna get Cody, you know, a day in the sun. Terrible. Bears had high expectations. They're probably on that list. But the two most surprising right now, Bengals, Chargers. What the heck is going on with two of these football teams? We've kind of alluded to the Bengals a little bit with Burrow, but we have not talked about the Chargers and Herbert. What is it? They just can't win games. I don't. Is it the coaching staff? I, I think it's definitely the coaching staff. I think Staley sucks as a coach, but uh, if they're not going to fire him, then, then Herbert has to figure out a way to win, and he just hasn't. I think the defense has something to do with it. I don't think they're a strong unit together. But, I mean, I think... Number one is the coaching staff. They make a lot of dumb decisions, but you know Justin Herbert can't avoid the blame forever, as talented as he is. I mean, the guy's putting up how many points a game? I mean, he just can't win. It's yeah. it's so weird. It's like he's doing all the things, but he he can't win the game. Yeah. And at the end of the day, it's like you got guys like Kenny Pickett, blows, but somehow is finding ways to win win football games. It's it's shocking to me how the Chargers consistently lose it you can't test for it at the combine i don't know maybe there's something in him but it, it feels like a larger team issue it feels like it kind of starts at the top you know i feel like herbert's doing what he can yeah that staley has to be on he might be the first coach fired this year i mean that he's on a real real hot seat right now his ass is be melting he better not be wearing any uh under armor slides or anything like that this has to be melting, swamp ass. Need <laughs> that moisture. It's gonna be burning. Yeah. Chargers got the Vikings this week. 
I mean, they lost the Titans. So they should. The Vikings, I'd imagine the expectation is that they would win that game, but the Vikings are kind of a surprising zero and two too. I, I didn't think they're going to be great, but you think they're at least a middling kind of five hundred team. So it's going to be a battle of incompetence that that game. Well, you're a betting guy. You know the, you know the uh, Spider-Man meme where they're pointing at each other. Yeah, yeah exactly. It, they're that's her. That's Herbert and Cousins pointing at each other. Like, yeah. who's going to suck and then who's going to make the comeback in the? Second half. That, that game may end in a tie, and I might bet that. Yeah, that could be a tie. Yeah, yeah Mister Betting himself, you would know all those close win games last year. Eleven regression, regression, regression. Yeah. Now they're zero two in close games. Though the Vikes did put up a nice little comeback, um, just didn't have enough to kind of finish it up. I like that they're down a lot in games because that means Justin Jefferson will just keep getting fed the ball. And when I watched um, last or this week. Just keep giving him the rock. Are you worried about him kind of getting fed up in that? You know, you saw like some of the sideline shots where he looks a little bit frustrated, looks a little pissed off. He thinks, what the fuck? Like, we should be winning these games. Like, it, how long it is before it becomes concerning. a problem? I'm concerned about that. I'm concerned that the Vikings may trade Kirk Cousins to the Jets. Yeah. I've heard that little rumor. That would be not great. I, I have to imagine, I think, because Justin Jefferson, this is like the first year of this that maybe it's a next year thing. Hmm. But then the Vikings... Would you give up a first round? Would would you really give up a first round to the Jets? Yes. I mean, watching Zach Wilson, which we can get into this game, Cowboys, Jets... For a one-year rental player? Cowboys, Jets... uh, Cowboys roll offense is just off the charts, even though everyone talks crap about uh, Mike McCarty over there and his offensive scheme. Guy puts up He's had two great games. Callum Moore gets shipped out. Go to the Chargers. He's 0-2. Mike's 2-0. The Cowboys are rolling. The Jets' defense is supposed to be the best defense ever. And they just put up a 40-burger. Was it 30? 30-burger? 30 um, and Zach Wilson is just not a great QB. So if you're the Jets, I'd imagine you have to make a move for a quarterback. I, I think it's worth it. I, and I don't think it, it takes a first. I don't think it takes a first to get Kirk. I think it does. If you're the Vikings, you're going to give up. Ship a third and Zach Wilson over there? I think it gets it done. I mean, that's a typical Zach trade. We've all seen those in our inboxes. He's a free agent after this year, so. Yeah, maybe a second. I don't know. You'd have to think at some point the Jets make it a move. Speaking of inboxes, check your saber. Ooh. Yeah, good luck trading with him. You mean Bubble Boy? You mean Bubble Boy? <laughs> he, we were texting back and forth, and um, you know, he he was honest that he's got a lot going on this week with the wedding and the, the moving and stuff. But uh, we'll work on something. Please, no excuses. Me and Kenny both made trades on our wedding day, so Saber, you better live up to the league tradition. I like it. Um, I can't remember what I gave you. What I gave you a fourth round pick or something like that. I gave you the last pick of the draft, <laughs> yeah. but it's okay because last pick and turn to Brock Purdy. Yeah, I turned into Stetson Bennett. I mean, what an absolute expert right there. Steal of the draft. If only you got Puka or whatever, yeah. you had the right team, you're feeling the right thing. That would have been a legendary move. Yeah. Um, other things notable from week two, we can, we can quickly go through 
uh, these two. They're more running back things. Uh, two separate conversations. I'll start with the first one. Josh Jacobs, minus two rushing yards in the day. Would you be concerned if you're Dustin? He kind of gets saved by the pass catching, but the Raiders just don't feel like a good football team. Do you feel like that changes as it, as it goes on? What's your initial feeling towards Josh Jacobs as an owner? They weren't a good football team last year, and he led the league in rushing. I think uh, volume is king. He's still getting the volume. I think uh, I think it'll come. I, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be so worried in the, the short term. Jeremy, Dustin is pretty much the Vanderbilt in the SEC of your division. I mean, so I don't really think it even matters. Um, he stands no chance in that division. Um, he, he's claiming, you know, that he's a part of this division. That's his only, like, you know, when Vanderbilt chants SEC, <laughs> SEC, even though they go 0 and 12 every his, his year, and a couple SES schools, they take pride in that. That's Dustin. So that's a shot fires. So you're saying he's, he's just riding our coattails. He's just riding your coattails. Yeah. Ew. He's the punching bag of the division. I mean, I mean, he has to go through a gauntlet. This division is is good. It Dustin's in any other division, he competes. Agreed. He's in our division, and it, it he could. Well, this is what we'll see once we get out of division play next week, and we start getting into cross division. We'll see where the cream rises to the top. Okay, so you both are not worried about Josh Jacobs. Interesting move there. Other running back news is Swifty. We got to talk about Swifty. Okay. Gets traded for basically a seventh round pick or whatever it is in 2025. You know, gets traded for, I think, a, a you know, bag of balls. Comes out, huge game. This is not the first time in NFL where a, where a running back comes out. Clyde Edwards Hilaire had a great first week a few years ago, dotted it the rest of the year. Is this the moment to sell high or is Swifty for real? I'd just like to say after that Clyde Edwards-Alaire game was when I offered Freddie three first-rounders for him. And it's the only reason I ever won anything that Freddie said no to that. So I, I owe all of that to him. I would not be doing the same for Swift. Um, I, I think it's real, though. I think it's going to be more of a committee going forward when Gainwell's back. I don't think they want to make one guy the star. Um, but I think Swift will be in there on like 50-60% of snaps. And I think, uh, I think he'll be solid, but maybe just like a RB3 kind of thing. So RB3? Yeah. I mean, the guy oh, put up 30-some points. How many yards did he put up this week? Like 150, 160? Yeah, but Jalen Hurts, it was probably that, that whole passing offense struggled this week. And plus, if they go back to the more committee approach, he's not going to get that many targets or opportunities. So you just think it was the Vikings' run defense was so bad? That they just kept running the rock, and that that will change. I, I I don't think he'll get fed twenty eight times or whatever it was again. Okay, Jeremy, would you agree with that? Or yeah, I would agree with that. I, I think Swift will have some. Uh, I don't think he's going to be obviously a consistent like stud running back this year. I think he'll have every couple of weeks he might have a good game or so, um, but I don't think he's going to be like a Pro Bowl running back. I just think you know. With the right matchup with that Eagles team, I think he'll have some good weeks just based off his team and O line. But I'm not, I don't think he'll be like a top 10 running back. Well, maybe with injuries, but he's not like a stud. But solid player. <laughs> in, the right, in the right system. 175 yards this week, 
week, got fed the rock 28 times for a touchdown, three catches, six yards. He looked at... I'm not sure Nazi reaches that. It'll take Nazi like, by week 12 to, to get that many total yards. It is... Not to shift away from the Swift conversation too quickly. It is malpractice. Malpractice. If Najee Harris continues to play over Warren, it's it, it, it it's like what what are we watching? The guy runs with the piano on his back. I will tell you what we're yeah. watching. We're watching Zeke and Pollard last year. It does feel like Warren is baby Pollard, maybe not as talented. I don't know. Maybe the offense is just so bad in Pittsburgh, it's hard to like pull that up. But I think that's a great comparison, and I think a lot of people would agree with you. It's a Zeke Pollard situation, except Najee was a first-round pick still in his rookie freaking deal. Yeah. I mean, we drafted this guy. And not, but Najee's never been good. I think he has like one or two career 100-yard This is why the Steelers suck, is because our first-round picks are duds. Yeah. is a dud. We can say that about a lot of teams. Well, that's but... the bad teams. The bad teams are the ones you say that about. The good teams, they hit on their first-round picks. The Steelers have not done that in uh, a long time, which is why we're bad. What was our biggest hit in the last five or six years? However long he's been. Hey, word. Yeah. He, but he's before that. He's before Watt. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. We can look up first-round picks here. We've, we're consistently drafting the 20s, so... It, it makes sense. You're you're gonna miss on some, but that one is egregious. That's NFL week two. In the books, baby. Move on. Steelers are one one. That's all that matters. We're on to week three, baby. Okay. We are on to week three. Okay, shifting to dynasty news. Let's let's circle back to Chubby. Chubby's knee again goes perpendicular. <laughs> which I thought was hilarious, just a little also tidbit. The ESPN starts by saying, we're not going to show this. They literally say it. Oh, it's too gruesome. We're not going to show it. Then they go like a quarter later, and they're just showing all the time. B, they showed the Bills like safety last year numerous times. Yeah. Numerous. I, uh, and then this one, they're just like, I mean, it, it was a bad injury, but to like not show it, I'm like, you didn't even see a bone. Like it just, it, it went perpendicular. It was gross, but not like, you know, you don't even show it. I or, or am I crazy? Am I am I wrong about that? I just I felt that was so weird. I I don't know because I don't feel like they have to show it. I think maybe one replay with a forewarning, but otherwise, you know, I I remember when Jeremy we were on the cruise in 2014 watching the final. Mm-hmm. I was just I thinking about that. that. I, I will same never thing. forget the TV we watched it on. I will never forget that injury because they played it so many fucking times, and you watch this man's leg just explode. Yeah. And I don't is that the see... is that the basketball player's leg? Yeah, the player. yeah, where his the bone just, literally yeah. came out. <laughs> yeah, that I was, was... That, that's burned into my memory. Oh. I don't want that again with Chubb. So I'm I'm fine with them not showing it. I don't care. I yeah, I'm fine with them not showing that. That was a bad. I injury. laughed. Um, they didn't show the close-up one. The one we need to find, Eric. Is that? I mean, what's the rule on that commission? Send a zoomed-in picture like that. Oh, I thought it was fair. I personally had a few good chuckles oh, of me sending oh, yeah, a picture sure. of my knee <laughs> into the. That was pretty good. That was. <laughs> I also good. sent that picture to Dasher, and his response back to me was not great. Oh, because <laughs> well, I just I I was sending pictures of my knee. You know, he said. 
he said something along the lines of my feelings towards the Steelers is getting dark. And so I sent him a picture of my knee and I said, how about now? <laughs> um, <laughs> that was yeah. pretty good. Um, okay. So uh, getting to actual analysis here, Sabres outlook with Chubb being out affects his dynasty outlook. Do you think it is bad news bears for Saber? It's or is it salvageable? It's rough. He he's super, you know, kind of top heavy in the team. I'm, uh, you know, he's got Henry, he's got AJ Brown, but you know, kind of look a little bit in the depths. You know, his backups is Cordero Patterson, Jarek McKinnon, Matt Breida, Zach Moss, Deion Jackson. Uh, it, he didn't really have a lot of depth to begin with, and losing arguably his best player at a very important position kind of really screws him. Sabres in trouble. He uh, bubble boy championship yeah. is in trouble. Um, did you also see AJ AJ Smith was uh, fighting with uh, Brown? AJ Brown hurts on the sidelines. AJ Brown was fighting with uh, hurts like. Well, yeah, I mean, hurts like bro. Relax. Well, he got four. He got like four straight targets after that, so it obviously worked. Squeaky wheel. Squeaky wheel gets the oil, baby. Yeah, that, that's. That's gotta be that's gotta be a career ender. It's the same knee from college. He's like 28, 29. I always appreciate the um, that Asian doctor on. I think it's on like six sick, S I C. Do you follow him on Twitter? I can't remember his name. It's like David Chow or something like that. He always has great analysis when it comes to injuries, um, and he was very much worried that this could be a career ender. Isn't David Chow? It's the same from, knee from uh, The Hangover. Good God. Um, I'll look it up. What's this guy's name? I'll find it. Um, I think it's something similar to that, though. I don't know. I'll look at it. I'll find him. There's a lot of good... It is. It's David Chow. It's David Chow, baby. I was right. Head football doc. Guy's the man. He was a head head team physician for the NFL uh, Chargers for 17 years. And he's a great follow on Twitter. If you're not following him, he's great analysis when it comes to injuries. And I think it's just... Is that the guy that stuck what's-his-name in the ribs? Tyrod. Uh... Tyrod no. Taylor. He, yeah, different he guy. Was okay. after. This guy's great, and he was concerned that this is career-ender for Chubb. Same knee that, same knee that exploded. Absolutely. To come back from that once is already crazy. To do it again at 28. I mean, I think you're asking a lot for Chubb, but he's like the nicest. I mean, you're just you're rooting for him. Even if he's a brown, I'm like, I'm not. Good God, Jeremy's You're been 24 for... hours. Wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. No, wait, wait, slow it down. Rooting for him to get healthy? Yeah. Okay, I thought you just meant he's a good guy. Everyone roots for him. Like, I don't root for him. He's fucking browns, but okay. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, I, I'm rooting for his recovery. Absolutely. Backpedaling yeah. <laughs> to the wall, Chris Berman. It's gone. Oh my gosh, he's, he got it. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's what definitely Jeremy meant. He don't he don't care. Just say it, you know. Screw him. Now Pat Mahomes hurts me like that. That's where you cross the line. Through cross. <laughs> if Brady would have hurt his knee like that, I think we'd all agree. I, yeah, the year that Brady did blow his knee out, I wasn't mad. Not at all. Wasn't upset. Wasn't upset. Yeah, I think for Sabre, it's going to be interesting. I don't think he needs to pack it in. I feel like, Zach, you're trying to feel like, you know, big trade here. 
a little worried he's he's gonna pack in. That feels odd to me. Um, he, you can easily make a move, like just make a move and get back in. Trade one of the quarterbacks, yeah. Trade exactly. quarterbacks out the wazoo, which is probably what Zach is doing because he recognizes that Fields is a horrible. Oh my god, I got a text saver. Got to tell him not to do it. Got to tell him not to do it. Listen, Saber has an aging team, you know, with Henry and uh, he's got like Mike Evans on the squad. He he needs to make a move because he can't compete as it is. So if he wants to stay competitive, otherwise he's just going to fall behind because he doesn't really have assets and his team is kind of going to be shit in two years. His division might be worse than mine. Yeah. It's not good. It's bad. It's pretty bad. Well, boys, the king is back in other news. Uh, I'm off the snide. Dustin was like my um, Division Two opponent, like a college team, you know, week two. It's your, it's your get right. Yeah. It's your get right game. And uh, it ended up being my get right game. We're back on the winning track. Jeremy, you said this was a must win game. My team heard that. They came out flying, played well. <clears throat> they responded well. I'm excited for it. And um, all is right in my world. We're good. Is it? Is it right? one on one, baby? Who, who you got next week? Zach, I have you next year. Oh, next week. Yeah. Game, game of the week. week baby. Play the game of the week music. Yeah. Do we have a game of the week music? Can we get one? Uh, I'll find some. Yeah. Can you I'll work on it. Do you hear that right now? Do you hear it going? Oh, I hear it. <laughs> something like that you know um yeah it's great music on the backdrop for the game of the week you're, you're not playing iupui anymore ken you're coming down to uh, to alabama you're coming to florida you're coming to the big boys mm-hmm. coming up to cornelius coming up to cornelius come on up north side of charlotte it's the battle of charlotte baby you gotta brand it I like, I like that. It's, it's the Queen City Cup. That's what it's going to be. Oh, I like it even more. We got to buy a cup. Mm. We got to watch the games this Sunday. You should come over and watch some of the games. Can, can, that way I can... Uh, can can Rachel sit in, in between us so that you know we don't get a little like angry with each other? Like calm us down? You know, things might get a little bit heated. Come over early. I'll booze you up a little bit and make you change your... Uh, roster before kickoff it'll be good Mm. i'm excited for the challenge okay nameless white face is what i'm looking at right now yeah a white face between two gold medals right here that's it when i blow you out i go two and one i take a commanding control over this division i'm gonna be thrilled no barkley this week Maybe no. There bars. is a headline on ESPN that reads this. Giants won't yet roll out quick healer Barkley. I thought they already said he's out three no. to four weeks. No, they thought that with the high ankle sprain, but he does not have a high ankle sprain, J-Man. He's a quick healer. There's no way. It's all smoke screen. And I'm, can Waddle see straight? Everything okay there? Yeah. Waddle will be just, ah, I'm not worried about that concussion protocol can, crap. Can Gibbs get more than 25% of snaps? Like, what's going to happen? Montgomery's out, baby. Things are looking up for Gibbs. Hey, that Craig Reynolds getting a lot of hype. That's fine. You can, that Mm -hmm. is totally and absolutely fine. I'm going to get my boy Tyler Lockett up in there, and we're going to be just good. Okay. 
Okay. I'm going to be just fine. Let's hope it's uh, Devontae Adams. He was in concussion protocol. Mm, unsure. I think he came back to the game. I think he was okay. Sometimes this concussion protocol, I don't know whether to trust it fully or not, because sometimes it's like a weird concussion thing, and other times like a Tua and his fingers are like craw- crawling up. So it's like, it's 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 just, it's hard to know which one is like super serious and which one is not. Yeah. Um, but in other news, Devontae Adams versus Patrick Peterson. That's a good matchup for Patrick for yeah. uh, Devontae Adams. That boy is cooked. Patrick Peterson blows. But a uh, big, um, big week this week. Um, for week three, myself. For you. Yes, it's a big um, franchise moment oh, this week. So uh, this week, me, Zach, and Cody can win and be the first franchises to get the thirty career regular season wins. First to thirty. First to thirty. Uh, as commissioner, I researched that stat. And brought it to Jeremy's attention, so I'm glad you mentioned that, Jeremy. As commissioner, I will be um, nah, making. I look at the. I look at that every <laughs> yeah, day. Yeah, you did because you are a regular season champ. You did bring that. Every um, but I'm glad you did bring it up because, as commissioner, I will make. I will reward teams, uh, in some way, in oh. some type of ceremony that I have yet to determine what it will be. But we must. Celebrate our owners as they cross big milestones such as that, Jeremy. Milestones. Those are the things that your team plays for. That's what your trophy good. case is full it good. Yeah. This is milestones. It's a big, it's a, 100%. First and only team probably ever to tie. Maybe. That will never yeah. happen again. There's no way. The fact that that even happened yeah. is still astronomical to me that there was a tie in fantasy football. But you got a big milestone coming up. With decimal scoring. I, I think it's unbelievable that we all have 29 wins, the exact same amount of wins over multiple years. Some of us have a little more hardware on our neck to kind of carry up with it. I mean, the same amount of wins still. How many wins do I have? You have a loser. <laughs> I haven't pulled up right here. You don't say. You don't say. That doesn't shock me, Jeremy, since I have not made the playoffs. I, I just I, I want to get our listeners some context on what... All right, let me give you a... Yeah, just give us a few names. Don't read them all. Give us a few. I'll just run down the career wins real quick. Well, leave out some of the newbies because that we got to figure out how we restart that. The ticker for them. Can you're eighth in wins at 18. Oh, good. I have 18 wins. All right. Eric's dead last with 11 wins. We would celebrate that. So, congratulations, Eric. That's a big milestone for you. Um, Rot Sabres in fourth at 24 wins. Okay. That's good context. Significantly more than what I have at 18, you said. Is that what I have? 18? So, you guys have almost 11 wins more than me, which is basically a full season. There's only a bit. Zach is number one for uh, career points scored. Wait, say that again. I'm sorry. <laughs> you heard his name. Said, oh, Zach is the, uh, to me again. number one for yeah points for. He got 6,243.88. 6, Nobody else is in Woo! the uh, 60s. 
How much do I have points wise? You have five thousand five hundred. And how much do you have, Jeremy? I have five thousand. So you have three hundred more points than me. <laughs> and yeah. and eleven more wins. That should tell you everything about that. Yeah, I'm just gonna leave that where it is. That need never that. There it is, League. You decipher that how it is. Defense was championship was. He's Totten. Totten. He's like this great manager. I've. I'm the expert. I crunch the numbers and I win, baby. Unbelievable. Okay, we're already at 30, 38 minutes. Let's quickly look at week three games. Let's get out of here. Um, looking forward, looking ahead. Zach, since you're a betting analyst, our first Thursday uh, game matchup, 49ers at the Giants. Giants are getting 10 points. Who do you like? I kind of like the Giants. I know it might be a little bit of a, a hot take given how they performed going down like 21 to nothing against Arizona. But coming back, I think they're kind of getting their feet under them a little bit. They're a good team. They were supposed to be a good team coming into the year. I think they covered 10. Jeremy, Vikings at the Chargers. Chargers getting one and a half. Which side do you lean? Chargers. Browns, Titans. Titans are getting plus three. That's three teams. Home puppies getting points. Browns. Browns at the Titans. Titans getting three. You like the Browns? That would be Correct. a dud of the game from my standpoint. I am not looking forward to that game in the slightest. Jaguars, Texans don't care about. It's Jets, Patriots, whatever. Packers at Saints, also kind of a dud. This, this week is not that great. Ugly. Uh, Dolphins at the Broncos. Let's talk about this one. Uh, Zach, again, another home puppy. I'm pretty sure these games are home because they're the bottom team. Dolphins at the Broncos getting six and a half. Yeah. Who do you like? Uh, if Waddle plays, I think Miami covers. I just don't think Denver can keep up. Even with that defense? Yeah, even with the defense. Even if they hold Miami to 24, I don't think I don't think Denver can get 17. Ugh. Miami's got a good defense, too. The, they're, they're a good team. Okay, so Denver, that must be the away team. That is all jacked up. Okay, so Denver is at Miami, which makes sense. Does that change anything for you? Sorry, I, I, I kind of messed that up. I like Miami even more. You like Miami more at home. Okay. Um, let's. All right, Zach. I'm gonna ask you some. I'm gonna ask Zach some questions. Okay. I want you to just quick fire, quick, quick, quick. Okay, ready? Um, give me your top five teams in the NFL right now. Oh boy. Okay. Um, so number one, 49ers. Number two, Miami. Okay. Dallas. Okay. Philly. Kansas City. What are you going to be following? Uh, something as a family. We haven't decided yet, but last year we did like all scarecrows and gray was a little uh, little scarecrow guy. We'll do something like that again. You're a hideous scarecrow. If you had to be, if you had to be Saber in one sport, them. what would it be? I could do it in any <laughs> Um... Would you rather kill a turkey or with your bare hands or take a full semester of 
history of art class. Um, if, if it was a regular history class, I'd say that, but art, no thanks. I will, I will RKO that turkey so fast. Would you rather see me win a fantasy football championship or Sabre? I'd rather see another Holocaust. You have to choose. Uh, Sabre, because it'd be Sabre for sure. sure. You're shitting me. No, I'd I'd much rather see Sabre because, you know, Sabre... He's the only other one that's won something. So if he and I have the same amount, that he doesn't have anything over me. We know Saber. He doesn't. Hot, he's not gonna. A hot take. Huh? I still can't believe when you're given the two options, you said the third option. I would so much rather Saber win than you for sure. Okay. Okay. Jeremy, any last questions? I'll try to give you a buffer there to think of another another one, but. Oh, I know, I know. Can you I was some, trying to help you out. Um, uh, you you kind of just randomly did this. I like a little spitfire. I've got a question. I know I love the rapid fire, but I, I said... Okay, we okay. knew he was running out of things when he fire. went for the turkey yeah. and art class thing, and we just... That was out of... <laughs> well, I couldn't think of uh, what so I wanted no, to say. No, no shit, Jeremy. <laughs> I said San Fran, Miami, Dallas, <laughs> Philly, Kansas City. Do you guys agree, or do you think I'm out of my mind? I mean, where are the Pittsburgh Steelers? <laughs> oh, shut up. Yeah, like 29th. I don't know. <laughs> Sam, um, okay, I'm looking out loud. This is an auditory yeah. podcast. It's good to think uh, through. San Fran, Dallas. Did you put Miami in there? Mm. Excuse me. Yeah, I had them at yeah, two. Tell me, in there. tell me the five again. Give San, me the five. San Fran, Miami, okay. Dallas, okay. Philly, Kansas City. Yeah, I like that. Pretty fair. Yeah. No Bengals, no Ravens? No. Bengals, they're 0-2. I think they started 0-2 last year, too. It's a long season. No Bills. They did. Yeah. I don't know. I like it. be interesting. Yeah. See how it plays out during the year. I'm sure it'll shift and change. But that is the NFL season. It's a war of attrition. See what we see what guys last. Injuries are a huge part of that. But I like your initial list. Who's your bottom five? Um Arizona's the worst. Yeah. Cardinals. Probably Chicago. Carolina. Denver. And and Texans? Texans. I don't know, man. CJ Stroud threw for Titans? 350 yards. Titans? Yeah, he looked uh, Probably the Texans. I don't think the Texans oh, stay there. Yeah. I think they're kind of on the up and up, but they're there for now. Sure. Cool. All right, Jeremy, get us the heck out of here. We're losing it. Time to close up shop. Zach, we appreciate you, you baby. Thanks for being here as two time champ. turkey call cue the music